Welcome to another episode of the Breathe In Podcast, a daily devotional through the Bible to help you read and love God's Word. I'm Neil. And I'm Stephen, and today we find ourselves in the story of Noah. Yeah. We're going to uh, start in 6-5 today. That's right. Uh, so, you know, sometimes you've been accused of, like, skipping hard passages. This uh, is a part of the reading plan. This is part of the reading plan. It skips verses, you know, 1 through 4, which is all about the, the, the Nephilim. Yeah. Uh, so... <laughs> It's not us doing it this time. It's the Bible reading plan. Uh, But now that we've, I think as you said, dodged. (laughs) Dodged the Nephilim. (laughs) We've we've dodged the Nephilim. Let's go ahead and jump into the story of Noah. Mm. Uh, So just just one little side note. Um, One of the verses I love is actually in chapter 5 about Noah. Mm -hmm. And Lamech, who is Noah's father, said this. about Noah. He said he named him Noah saying, this one will bring us relief from the agonizing labor of our hands caused by the ground that the Lord cursed. So there's this idea that whenever a child was born, there is hope that he would be the one who would crush yeah. the head of the serpent. Clinging back to Genesis 3.15. Back to Genesis Who's the offspring? Who will be the seed? Right. <laughs> uh, and what we'll find and tomorrow's reading is that it, that it's not Noah, but what we do find out about Noah is that Noah was a man who received grace. That's right. Yeah, you see, you know, right in the beginning of verses five through eight. Now, let me read it, and we'll kind of dive in. It says this: When the Lord saw that human wickedness was widespread on the earth, and that every inclination of the human mind or heart was nothing but evil all the time. The Lord regretted that he had made man on the earth, and he was deeply grieved. Then the Lord said, I will wipe mankind, whom I created, off the face of the earth, together with the animals, creatures that crawl, and the birds of the sky, for I regret that I made them. Noah, however, found favor with the Lord. So, you know, one the verses 5 through 7, one of the things oh, that it teaches yeah. us, and then we'll talk about regret. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it teaches us that sin caused humanity to lose the earth right like well yeah and here's the thing like look how humanity is described uh wickedness was widespread and every inclination of the human mind was nothing but evil all the time yeah and so and one of the things i'd say is is the flood didn't solve this problem Mm. right so if that was humanity pre-flood that's still humanity post-flood right uh Human wickedness is widespread on the earth so that every inclination of the human mind was nothing but evil all the time. So, I mean, if, if, you're, if, you're, if you're a kid, a student, a teenager listening to this with your parent, uh, you should know this is why your parents might restrict uh, where you can go, yeah. who you can hang out with. Uh, you know, this is one of the reasons my kids don't have phones right now. Yeah. Because I'm not going to give them access yeah. to to the world. Yeah, it's the parents' job <laughs> yeah. to uh, be stewards of what God has given us. But in that stewardship, we are effectively striving to restrain evil even in our children. Yeah, so uh, the world is evil. So the world is a dangerous place. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and oftentimes, whenever they try, the world reaches in, we're, we're trying to keep that world out. Yeah. Uh, but one of the reasons we're trying to keep that world out is because the world will have influence on yeah. our kids. Yeah. Um, and I said, talk about that with kids. This is also true of Us. adults yeah. as well. 
that we have to try to push back against how the world influences us uh, because we were once like the world. Yeah. Uh, you know, evil with every inclination. Yeah. Uh, but by the grace of God. So then, then we get confronted with this idea of the Lord regretting something as yeah. if he's made something wrong. And, you know, I think w- one of the important things to remember here is as Moses is writing Genesis, right? He's using what we would call anthropomorphic language, right? Human like language to describe God. Um, and, and here he's saying, man, the Lord regretted making man, uh, because of the evil that they're committed to. He's grieved by them. And what we need to understand about regret is that, you know, regret does not stem from God doing something wrong. Uh, but it, it stems from what man was doing his actions. So the sinful acts of man grieves the heart of God. And so God does something about it to to bring us closer to this realized this future promise that would be realized in Christ. Um, but he but he has to deal with the evil that exists, right? So God is holy. This teaches us he's holy, that sin is not good, mm-hmm. and that God does something about sin. Yeah. And here he does something about it with Noah. But as we transition into Noah, yeah. we see that he's found favor with the Lord. Yeah, so in verse 8 it says, Noah, however, found favor with the Lord. What 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 is what does it mean to find favor? Yeah. Um, and favor is the Old Testament word for, for grace. Yes. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's God looking at Noah and Noah not deserving something. But God's saying, I'm going to, I'm going to give him yeah. my favor regardless. Yeah. So Noah receives grace from God. He's elected by God. Yeah, and chosen. As, an, as a result, he lives righteously. We see that. In verse 9. In verse 9, right? These yeah. are the family records of Noah. Noah was a righteous man, blameless among his contemporaries. <laughs> he Noah, walked with God. He walked with God. And, yeah. and I think we have to realize that the favor precedes the righteousness and yes. the blamelessness. Yes. Receiving God's grace comes before walking blamelessly. Yeah. And then he executes his faith in God when God gives yeah. him work to do. And what does that faith look like? It looks like obedience. Yes. Of I am going, and really it's, I'm going to obey God even when it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Could you imagine building a massive ark? Yeah, amongst this people. Like in the middle of Kentucky. Or not yeah. <laughs> Williamsburg, Kentucky. No, <laughs> Everyone no. will think you're crazy. No. no. <laughs> so, that was a joke because there's the Ark Encounter. Right. <laughs> but just this idea that you're building this massive boat on land for no particular reason. According to the world. Right? According to the world, according to logic. Like, look at this. But nut. God said, hey, I'm going to send a flood. And uh, I need you to build this. Yeah. Get on it. And so Noah operated in faith and he operates in trust. Yeah. So and he obeys. So he obeys. And I think lots of times in world in this world we live in, God is going to call us to certain, uh, certain, uh, he's going to call us to certain things that seem illogical or against the culture. Yeah. That might even put us at odds with the culture. And faith looks like obedience, even when it doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, and I think that's the maybe the big application for us today um, is, man, what is God calling you to trust Him in? 
Uh, it may be contrary to what everybody in the world is telling you is right, good, and true, and beautiful. Mm. But according to his word, it is those things. And will you obey? Will you trust him and exercise obedience? Because mm. um, obedience will bring joy. And in that, that joy is realized through rescue as God rescues Noah and his family and representatives of creation um, in the ark. Yeah, because... Noah completed the ark. Uh, the animals came on the ark. Uh, and then we, we love that verse 16. Uh, Those that entered, male and female of every creature, entered just as the Lord commanded him. Then the Lord shut him in. Yeah. So it was, it was, the, it was, it was the hand of God raising the door, uh, shutting in Noah, protecting him from the wrath that was to come. Mm. Uh, and, and Peter talks about that some as well of, of how, uh, we are in this ark of Christ, you know, being shut in, protected by God, um, in the book of Peter, I forget first or second, but, um, so that there's, there's that aspect there. The Lord is the one protecting and providing for, for Noah and his family. Mm. Uh, and of course the flood comes and and wipes out right. creation, except oh, for that which only God Noah was left, and those yeah. who are with him. You know, it's one of those. It's, it's always the kind of the the realization of like we always paint Noah on our <laughs> children's ministry walls yeah. and our children's ministry walls, and I think it's like look at all the animals. Yeah. So it's a terrifying story, but it's it's a terrifying story yeah. of God dealing with evil, God pouring out His wrath and fury on the wickedness of humanity. Mm. Um, and that's what we see in Genesis chapter 7, is mm. God's anger and hatred towards sin and corruption. And what happens is that people are destroyed yeah. in his wrath. Yeah, and but what we also see that happens is that salvation is brought closer mm. as a result of the judgment of God. Uh, so some things to consider today. That's the breathe in. Stephen, are you going to breathe out in prayer? Yeah. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the story of, of Noah, which is not just a children's story, Lord. It's, it is a story that teaches us uh, great truths of the faith, of, of the depravity of the human heart, of your grace leading to righteousness, of, of you protecting us and shutting us in uh, by your by your mighty right arm, Lord, help us to um, help us on one hand to understand the the wickedness of the world, but also help that to be kept in balance by our our faith and trust in your grace and protection, and, and help us, Lord, to to walk faithfully in that tension. And uh, we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, guys, thanks for listening to the Breathe In podcast. We hope you're edified and encouraged today. We'll catch you next time with more of the story of Noah.